EM board bombs. Now, here's doctors Iltafat Hussein and Blake Briggs. Welcome back to another EM Board Bombs podcast. I'm back, Dr. Briggs. I know you were lonely last Ooh, week. Gosh, back. thank God. Right. Here at EM Board Bombs, we try to make board studying a little bit more enjoyable and fun. I'm joined today again by Dr. Blake Briggs. What's up? Happy to be here. For every 10-minute episode we do, you gain a high-yield board knowledge board bomb. We also like to throw in some exciting stems, if you haven't noticed yet, with all our episodes. Um, hey, sign up, Dr. Briggs, right? Let's tell all these folks. Sign up on our website sign for up. free updates and episodes. You get printed handouts there as well. It's emboardbombs.com. Again, uh, sign up. A bunch of free stuff. Hey, uh, Briggs, you ready to go? Absolutely. All right. Let's get into our first topic. You are working with EMS at a Billy Joel concert. It's a pretty tame event, and you know, you're know you kind of standing there uh, behind the stage eyeing the crowd. Billy Joel is playing Piano Man. Love that song. Classic. Love it. Classic. Classic. One man clutches his chest and looks up to the sky as if to break out in song with the famed Piano Man. However, he doesn't and instead drops to the ground and does not move. <laughs> His girlfriend, you know, hey, look, his girlfriend's though super impressed. She thinks that he was just overwhelmed with emotion, and she's making an Instagram story out of the whole incident. You know, <laughs> so one of her live followers, luckily, is a nurse, and that nurse says, "Hey, you should you should make sure that he's doing okay. I don't think he's um, doing this out of a uh, emotional syncope." You know, yeah, this so, is not this uh, is not vasovagal. This is not vasovagal, right? <laughs> right. So you rush to the patient, and, you know, with your team uh, because you luckily are are told to come by. You find him having thready pulses and the patient being unresponsive. The rhythm strip shows a wide, complex, regular tachycardia. Super exciting, right? Ooh, this ooh. isn't just somebody who passed out because of blood sugar. So, which of the following is true? A, in patients with ischemic cardiac history, procanamide has displayed fastest rate of conversion. B, SVT with aberrancy can be mistaken for VT in up to 20% of adult patients. C, non-sustained VT is a predictor of sudden cardiac death. D, faster rate VT should suggest toxicologic cause. The correct answer here is what, Dr. Briggs? Correct answer here is going to be Choice A, in patients with ischemic cardiac history, procanamide has displayed a fastest rate of conversion. Nice. It's really important, too, the question stems or question answer choices that we give are actually not just random. We give those question choices mainly so you can uh, understand how to answer potentially up to two to three other questions that you might get asked on the boards. Um, and we will go through those later. But again, important to keep track of some of these other um, answer choices that we get. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, quick question. Where's the amiodarone? You know, that's the thing that probably we both were thinking. Oh, about this I know. <laughs> you know, we, I was working a shift the other night. And and I was talking to um, one of my fellow attendings, and <laughs> we started talking about amiodarone, and I think last new system forever. Um, but yeah, we like were just days. like, you know, that's that's the it really is the dumb drug where you just think if you don't know what's <laughs> going on, you're just like, I just give him some amio. <laughs> Oh man! I was amazed. Right. I was amazed to find out that thing lasts fifty days in the human body. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. All right, so let's get through this. So. 
we're going to talk about why amiodarone was the uh, was not the correct answer here, and procainamide was. So quick recap on ventricular tachycardia. We have two types, non-sustained and sustained. We're going to focus on sustained today, but first, just a brief discussion on the differences, because this could be a board-relevant discussion in answer choices. So when you have non-sustained VT, that's less than 30 seconds. This could be a potential marker for you know future cases of sustained VT, but the evidence is basically checked out. We don't really know if this is a predictor of sudden cardiac death. Right now, it's not. We have no sustained evidence showing that this could be a future predictor of sudden cardiac death, uh, non-sustained VT. So no evidence supports acute intervention. So if you have some type of structural heart disease, there's a discussion maybe about, you know, is it more of a risk? They need to start ICD placement discussion. But guess what? On the boards, you're never going to see this topic. I think that 30 seconds is key, but also understanding how they're going to ask this on boards, um, mm-hmm. as you've done a good job of summarizing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is, remember, sustained, right? And then the whole greater than uh, 30 seconds as well. Um, and obviously, they're probably going to on boards give you, um, a, you know, some hemodynamic uh, issues that the patient might be having as well. Absolutely. Um, but don't don't worry about the whole non-sustained. Right. And that was one of the answer choices. That's why it was incorrect. Choice yeah. C said non-sustained right. VT is a predictor of sudden cardiac death, and that is false. Uh, there's no evidence showing that. So let's talk yeah. about sustained VT, and that's what we're going to talk about the rest of this topic today. So sustained VT is going to be wide QRS, obviously greater than 120, you know, uh, beats per minute greater than 100 typically, and of course greater than 30 seconds, hence the term sustained. And this is going to be monomorphic or polymorphic. Just a brief, brief, brief 30-second differentiation between the two. We're going to focus on monomorphic today. But monomorphic is obviously going to be consistent QRS amplitude and morphology. This is greater than 90% of all ventricular arrhythmias is monomorphic VT. Polymorphic VT, much less common. And this is going to be that variable QRS morphology and amplitude, and that's the torsades, the point we always recognize. Even a first-year med student could potentially recognize that. So despite all these criteria, this is going to be the most fascinating thing Dr. Hussein, I could say on this podcast, I think in a few months. Another podcast, actually Emergency Medicine Cases, shout out to that, which is an excellent podcast. Shout out. Shout out. Check it out. I know. Hopefully they shout out back to us. So, Right. They, yeah, give some love. <laughs> exactly. and you know what? We shouldn't expect anything in return. It's no. like when you deal with patient interactions, right? <laughs> but in general, you know, always give some love and some shout outs. Don't ever expect it back in return. It's okay. It's okay. Continue. <laughs> Okay, so emergency medicine cases had an excellent, excellent topic on VT a few months ago. And basically, you know, they walked through it and they said, hey, all the criteria and the various published algorithms we have out there, the Brigada algorithm, Wellens, etc., all those together, those are about 90% specific for VT. So that's really good if you want to correctly treat 9 out of 10 patients <laughs> or 90 out of 100 patients with VT. So about 10 patients may die per 100 if you do the wrong thing. That's, uh, that's slightly suboptimal. Yeah, slightly, <laughs> slightly suboptimal. So a much more reliable method is that anyone with ischemic heart disease, heart failure, or just being elderly, so above the age of 65, you have a greater than 98% chance that the wide regular complex tachycardia you see is VT. Let me hash that again, because that is just mind-blowing. I know Dr. Usain is just sitting there just looking looking at the screen right now of the computer and just thinking, what? Uh, I was what? Just, sorry, I was finishing my snap story. Um, so, yes. Hashtag, hashtag mind-blown. So a much, <laughs> more reli- a much more reliable method, again, better than all these algorithms. You got a patient with one of these three things. Could be any one of them. Ischemic heart disease history. Any history of ischemic heart disease. Any history of heart failure or just being elderly, 98% chance that that wide regular complex tachycardia is going to be VT. So those less than 40 years old, if this wasn't good enough, the 98% chance, people that are less than 40 years old, they still have up to a 50% chance of VT on EKGs compared to SVT with aberrancy. 
That's major because I feel like, you know, especially on these training seminars and videos, there's all these websites dedicated to, you know, the EKG of the month. And it's like, is this SVT with a variancy or VT? Which is a great, yeah, I know, know, right? (laughs) We we try to keep it simple for the boards for you. And what Dr. Briggs basically is trying to say is vast majority of wide complex tachycardia that you're going to see is VT. So as soon as you see that on your board question, think VT. Absolutely. In real life, too, for a way. But remember, we're teaching you what is going to be specifically on the boards, and they're never going to give you an EKG on the boards and say, is this SVT with a Barron's or VT? That's never going to happen. Oh, gosh. Absolutely not. Um, So we're basically telling you, hey, follow the pattern here. Follow the pattern. What's more common? And when boards like to test epidemiology, and when they ask something like, is this person just on the basis of risk factors alone going to have VT versus SVT, we just told you why it would be VT. Your money should be with that. The whole point of VT here is we address underlying conditions, and now we're getting into the treatment portion. So what's the most common cause of VT worldwide, Dr. Hussain? Across all ages, number one, overwhelmingly. You know, the, the most common cause of VT, and this is important to know, right, is is somebody clutching their chest and basically saying, I'm having a heart attack. Um, <laughs> but, but that is why people die at the end of the day. And that's why it's so important to realize it. That's why I, it always frustrates me when somebody might pass out or, uh, you know, folks will call EMS and start chest compressions, but nobody yells for the defibrillator. Because mm-hmm. we know the defibrillator at the end of the day is what's going to bring someone back and lead to uh, much better morbidity mortality. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why it's such an important thing to recognize that uh, the most common cause of this and it frankly is what causes death in folks that are having STEMIs um, and um, you know ACS. Absolutely. Yeah. So that is going to be the most common cause, myocardial ischemia. Coronary artery disease still remains by far the overall number one king of most common cause of sudden cardiac death in VT worldwide. Electrolyte disturbances are going to be another common cause, just going through the rest of these that are less common, uh, but can still have a drastic effect. You know, magnesium, calcium, potassium are going to be most common offenders for inducing VT. Medication side effects, you know, we're not going to get into the amazing amount of medications that can cause VT, but that'll be another reason to uh, think about reviewing those. And then, of course, thyroid toxicosis, that's something that could potentially also be causing someone's VT. If you have a slow rate VT, and this is getting into one of our answer choices, uh, choice D actually, it said faster rate VT should suggest a toxicologic cause. It's actually the opposite. So if you have a slower rate VT, this is going to be a VT usually less than 150 beats per minute. That's a very slower beating wide complex regular tachycardia. You should be thinking about hyperkalemia. You should also be thinking about a TCA overdose or other sodium channel blocker overdose. That's super important. I can't emphasize that enough mm-hmm. because that's like a that's honestly like one of those board pearls that you really just need to know. But it's also a life pearl. That's a life pearl. <laughs> grab it. Reach up and grab it. Life pearls. <laughs> We need, have, we need to have, we need a right. choir music for that one. Think think hyperkalemia. Uh, well, cue the choir music. <laughs> Board bombs. If it wasn't enough, we bring you bonus bombs. Or we bring you life pearls. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, so here we get to the last point here, and this is the correct answer. So the acute medical agents of choice for sustained monomorphic VT. Let's talk about amiodarone first. So amiodarone actually is the slowest onset of action out of all the antiarrhythmic drugs we could give, like lidocaine, percanamide, and amiodarone. Slowest onset of action, but it does reduce the rate of refractory VT pretty well, and it also decreases the reoccurrence of VT after uh, reversion. So when do we use it? Um, These are the three things you need to remember, and thankfully one of them is common sense. What are the three indications of when we do use amiodarone for the treatment of VT? So let's go through it. Number one is something we didn't talk about today, polymorphic VT. So that's when you would prefer to use amiodarone. Number two, an ICD patient 
with VT above the detection rate. We're going to have a bonus bomb coming to you live soon, which will basically talk about these ICD patients and how to manage them if they're having VT, which can be very complex. So that would be, in the long and short of it, of when you give amiodarone, the second reason. So our third reason is the common sense one. You give amiodarone in ventricular tachycardia that is pulseless. So ACLS protocol, cardiac arrest, that's when you give amiodarone. So let's go through this one more time. Dr. Hussain, why don't you hash it out? Because I'm sure people are sick of hearing my voice. Polymorphic VT. ICD patient with VT above detection rate and VT in cardiac arrest. You remember the ACLS protocol there. Three things. Only the three times you should use amiodarone with VT. So now let's talk about the winner of the day, procainamide. This was the correct answer. Procainamide has the fastest rate of conversion uh, from VT back to sinus. It's less than one hour, which is pretty impressive. It's associated with the least amount of cardiac adverse events uh, from multiple studies that were uh, conducted in 2016. So, so the vast majority of ventricular tachycardia we just talked about was from what? Myocardial ischemia. So that's scar-mediated ventricular tachycardia. So greater than 50 years old with cardiac history, you just go ahead and give procainamide. Dr. Hussain, what do you have to add to that? Not much. I think that's it. I mean, <laughs> frankly, we, I mean, really, really, we're trying to keep these board bombs straightforward. We told you key things that you should look for, you know, what they're going to present you with, not these aberrancies and, and weird things to worry about, right? And see on your board exams. I think that key pearl was there in terms of if it's low rate VT, you should be thinking about hyperkalemia or, you know, TCA or some sort of other uh, sodium channel uh, blocker overdose. You know, I was telling people when we were doing the topic, um, they were like, hey, what are you covering this week? Because now people are asking me. And I'm like, well, for one, this is a great segue. For one, you could just write a review or sign up and shoot us an email what topics you want to cover. Um, and we'd be happy to cover them. But two, people are asking anyway. And I said, oh, we're covering, you know, ventricular cardio and therapy. And they're, they were all like, oh, that's awesome. Because I think VT is near and dear to our hearts. That's the reason we went to emergency medicine, ventricular tech. Yeah, because you can actually so, save a life and have like a much better outcome. Yeah, absolutely. So hey, the one, hey the one last thing I want to mention here, so there's no confusion, especially with our young listeners and medical students. You didn't talk about electricity really at all today, except for that one defib point you made. We want to make sure that this question is based off of medical management of VT. Um, obviously, we would follow ACS protocol. And obviously, if this patient was deemed unstable, potentially they would be getting um, a direct cardioversion. And if obviously they didn't have a pulse, he would follow ACLS algorithm. So I just want to make sure, and Dr. Sand, I know we, I know you and I both know this, but for our young listeners, medical students, this question was focusing on epidemiology, diagnosis, and medical treatment of VT. But obviously, there's a whole different podcast and a whole different lecture um, on the electrical um, addressing of uh, VT unstable yes. patients. That's, uh, yeah, it's really important to emphasize because, you know, we also have, we have 90s babies that are now listening to our podcast, you know, <laughs> so, uh, that are actually practicing medicine. Well, there you have it. Another board bomb has been delivered. Remember to sign up on our website, emboardbombs.com, future episodes, new content updates. Uh, get on our mailing list because that's the easiest way for you to get board bombs. We also send out special content on our mailing list also. Key things that you can use for board studying. Uh, drop us an Apple review. Uh, we're trying to get up to 100. I think we're in the 30s right now. But uh, moving on up, so uh, we'd appreciate any review you could drop there. Um, and if you have any other comments or feedback, feel free to you know really just express that in the review. We actually do uh, read them. Um, so we appreciate the time. It's been fun. I'm excited by that bonus bomb that's coming in a couple of days. I am too. I'm too. There's an interesting story that's going to be tacked to it. Ooh, a very funny. Cliffhanger. One. Cliffhangers. Yes. Yeah, all right. See you. <laughs> See you next time.